What's cracking, big dopes? Welcome back to the HQ. Welcome back to the channel. As always, it is Thursday morning, so we are coming at you with our injury report from Dr. Jesse Morse of the Fantasy Doctors, and we're gonna we're gonna try our best to get through all of the players this week. But it is an absolute shit show on the injury report. I'm looking at at Doc's uh, list here, and if you want a good breakdown of everyone that's injured, along with their injury and their status and ideal rest time uh you could go find that on his twitter which will be underneath his um portion of the video as well as down in the description as well so make sure you're following him on twitter and you can get a good uh feel for overhead view of most of these guys injuries so we're going to do our best to get through the significant ones the ones that we know are going to be questionable for this week we won't talk about long-term injuries because that will just literally take all day long why don't we start off with the quarterback position now we know stafford's out for a while we have Winston and Deshaun Watson both dealing with an ankle. I know Watson looked like he rolled it pretty bad in the game, but he came back in, was fine. He's been practicing in full. So I'm as a, as a Watson owner, I'm not worried about it whatsoever. Um, I mean, he's going to be in your lineup no matter what. He's not a guy that you can really see at this point. Jameis Winston, um, what's he dealing with with his ankle? Does it even matter? Yeah, I mean, um, they haven't specified. Um, my suspicion is it's a low ankle. He's been able to practice through it, so I'm not overly worried. I mean, it just looks like he's forcing the ball a ton and, and as a result, throwing the ball to the other team a ton. His, his wide receivers are still getting a ton of targets. His, his, his guys, they, they didn't do as well last week. Great went ridiculous, but I'm not – it is what it is. I don't think – I'm not really concerned about him. Yeah, my, um, uh, my main league, I got the ankle brothers over here. I got Winston and Watson as my QB one and two in my super flex spots, and I feel fine about them. They both have, you know, not – Yeah, I mean uh, – they ran into a buzzsaw last week with the Ravens, who are legit. Right. Um, so I'm not overly worried about Watson. Um, it's just, uh, I mean, that's the worst matchup you can have. They're just, they're really good. Yeah. How worried are yeah. you about Mitchell Trubisky's fake hit pointer injury? So uh, I actually thought it was a phantom injury, and I, I don't really blame him. Apparently it's a hit pointer, not overly concerning. Most guys return in a week. Some of them take two. They yeah. may give him a mental break just because they need an excuse, but – I was going to say, I feel this, this feels more like, a, yeah, there's a very minor injury here, but we also kind of want to see how the offense works with Chase Daniel. Uh, yeah. and, and, and it wouldn't be surprised if they were better with Daniel. It's like, it's that bad. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if he plays well and then they kind of keep nursing that injury. So it, it should be interesting. I think Chase Daniel is ap absolutely on the streaming side of things if, um, if you're in a super flex league because he goes against the Giants. They let up a ton of yards and touchdowns and stuff via the pass. So I don't think he's the worst play. I'm actually excited as an Allen Robinson owner. I would much rather have Chase Daniel under center than Mitch Trubisky uh, at this point because who knows what, you know, he's like schizophrenic. You never know if he's getting a normal game or oh, he's up in 17 feet over the wide receiver's head. It's so bad. It's so bad. All right. So uh, we won't really touch on Marlon Mack until we're closer to his return time. Devonta three, four weeks. I don't think he's coming back before three weeks. Yeah, I think we'll – Which is pretty much the end of the season for most people. You, you kind of have to keep him, but yeah. – We'll cross that bridge when we get there. Yeah, I, I would definitely hold on to him at this point because he's still the workhorse when he gets back. Uh, Devonta Freeman did not practice again. He'll probably be out. Now, James Conner. Uh, I'm not feeling good about Devonta for at least this week, maybe next week. We'll see. Uh, James Conner did what we were concerned about. He returned too soon, um, took a shot on the shoulder. Go figure. You need your shoulder to run the ball, huh? And he's saying he didn't re-injure it. I'm telling you he re-injured it. He uh, essentially tore up some newfound cartilage, a newfound 
uh, scar tissue that was in there and that's why it hurts. So it's going to take a couple more weeks to get it back to normal or get it back to where it was. If it was, if it was ideal, I would shut him down for a month. I don't know if they will, but I would be really surprised if he comes back in the next two weeks. Yeah, we have, I mean, sticking with Pittsburgh, we could basically knock off about six guys on this list right now because we have Benny Snell coming back from a meniscal tear, which further muddies that backfield because we don't know what we're getting week to week with Jalen Samuels and Trey Edmonds. Now, do you expect Benny Snell to come back and kind of fuck this backfield up for all fantasy owners? I think he needs another week or two. I'm not, I don't think he'll come back. I think it's a little aggressive for him to come back uh, right now. Okay, so so sticking within Pittsburgh, uh, Juju was already ruled out. No, uh, he was practicing with a massive brace on, but he's dealing with a concussion. So until he clears the concussion protocol, he's not going to be back. Um, but he is going to eh, – I'd say he's 50-50 to play, and I just I, – I don't trust him right now at all. No, I, I, I almost am at the point where Juju is, is droppable. Cause like, oh, God, he's so bad. You're holding on to him in hopes of that, like he has a big breakout game. But at the same time, like his floor is just as low as all of the other wide receivers in Pittsburgh, and all of them are going to have a breakout game one out of every six games. That's what you get from Juju. So if you're rostering Deontay Johnson, if you're rostering James Washington, like you should have the same mindset with Juju, in my opinion. So you have the big dog approval to drop him. If he doesn't play this week, I mean, it's the Bengals. So that was like the good matchup he could have gotten that he's probably not going to get now. So Juju's banged up clearly. And we also have, I mean, Deontay Johnson is in the concussion protocol. I thought James Washington was going to be a good pickup, but I, I think James Washington popped up with something today, unless I am misremembering. But Deontay Johnson returned to practice today with a concussion. Um, so it, there's a lot of moving parts in that wide receiver core for Pittsburgh. Um, so I would have initially recommended James Washington as a very good pickup to play because they might have been down both their number one and two wide receivers. Uh, do you Are you confident in Deontay Johnson returning? Because he was in the concussion protocol, but he came back to practice today, although he's not cleared. Some of these, uh, it's it's all down to Friday. If they practice on Friday uh, in full, they're good. If they don't practice on Friday, they're done. They're not playing. That's just right. how, that's how traditionally how it works. This is going to be a Jalen Samuels, uh, Edmonds slash um, uh, Vance McDonald, Johnny Holton game. It's not ideal, but it is. You're really it's calling your shots here, huh? It's it. Oh yeah, you're you're really excited about that. <laughs> Juggernaut. Okay, yeah. Also, just to clarify, that was fake news. James Washington was not hurt at all. I think I was just thinking about Deontay Johnson. So monitor that closely. I I think James Washington, who's definitely highly unowned in most leagues, would be a pretty nice pickup going against the Bengals if the top two wide receivers continue to miss time and are out on Sunday. So Man, where do how we? How bad does David Johnson look, bro? Like. <laughs> It, you, you can't even put it into – he's not an NFL running back at this point. He's moving in slow motion. Like, I don't understand what he's doing. And he's I, tweeting I, about it after – Why don't they IR him? Well, why don't they IR him? I've been saying that for like three weeks. They should have IR'd him fucking in week one, to be honest with you. I know a lot of people are going to be mad, big mad about that. He hasn't looked like the most explosive running back since like in Arizona since the beginning of last year. Chase Edmonds has looked better than him for the time being. Chase should be back soon. I mean, they're on a bye this week, I know. They're on a bye this week. I would assume Chase would be back, hopefully back next week. I actually stashed Chase in my, Very good chance he's back next week. my big money league because I think it's just going to be the Edmonds and Drake show going forward when they come back out of their bye. Now, we have Le'Veon Bell dealing with the, the knee injury. You know, like how you roll your eyes. We got the knee injury. We also got him getting drug tested every other week. He saw that, right? That was comedy. He's getting mad. He's getting mad about it when he's the fucking one who keeps getting suspended and keeps like testing positive for weed. I'm like, I mean, obviously they're gonna fucking. He got he got tested five times in ten weeks. Yeah, that's pretty absurd. 
that dude, that's every other, whatever, Monday, Tuesday, whatever day they test. It's incredible. Uh, that that's a lot of poking to check. I mean, you think if it was positive, it'd be positive at least one of those times. Yeah. So wait, uh, what's going on with the knee now? Is it anything I, concerned about him being older? I, it is what it is. <laughs> I, I told you, this is not a guy that I wanted in my top 10 or 15 and everybody's like, no, he's a top 10. I'm like, Oh yeah. What about when he, when he, when he gets banged up later in the year, like he does every time he plays, uh, he took the year off. Well, yeah. Does that mean he's younger? Did he get better? Did he get better as he got younger? No. <laughs> Did it get better as you got younger? No, it doesn't work that way. So, <laughs> all right, all right. Let's keep moving down the list. We got to be efficient in this economy right now. So we have we have we got two thick backs: David Montgomery, and Jordan Howard. One former yeah. Chicago Bear, one current Chicago Bear. Yeah. So Jordan Howard missed last week's game. David Montgomery played, but barely played. Or you know, he actually got a decent amount of carries. Um, so it seems like David Montgomery should be good to go. I don't think he re-aggravated anything. It seemed like he was probably less than 100% because they did not involve him as much as they typically would. Correct, um, yeah. Considering that he didn't have setbacks, he probably is in line for a bigger workload. What are your thoughts on Jordan Howard coming back this week? Because this is not necessarily uh, an injury that we deal with a lot in fantasy football. We don't hear, you know, stingers, and we don't, we don't really hear about this stuff. So why don't you break that down? So this is essentially a neck injury. It usually doesn't linger this long, which means it's usually a neck injury that's not calming down. And he hasn't been cleared yet. So that's not good news. That means that there's a chance he may not play this week because of this continued injury. Nerves do not heal quickly at all, like really slow. So I don't know, obviously, the details of it. This should have been better if it was just truly a stinger. So this may be bigger. And in that regard, this is a Miles Sanders show until proven otherwise. You know, and I mean, Scott was there, but. Yeah, um, when you look at the backfield breakdown, because obviously they have to go somewhere, Miles Sanders was in on 64 of the snaps to Boston Scott's 14. So it's the Sanders show. They do go against Seattle, and you're kind of thinking, okay, this has a shootout potential. I'm excited. Seattle has a low-key good run defense, though. They're top 10. They're number nine overall um, in terms of PFF grades. But it's definitely a matchup where you could see them scoring a total of 50 points. I think the over-under is at 49. And they, I mean, they could go into this battle and, and go, you know, carry for carry and really use a lot of clock or this could turn into a, a passing game. So we'll kind of have to see how it goes. I, I'd say Sanders, you know, got the opportunity last week and didn't necessarily ball out, but it should be a little bit of an easier matchup this time around. And if Howard's out, he'll get the workload again, uh, which was, you know, 75, 80% of the touches there. So I would fire Sanders up as, um, as a somewhat reliable running back too for this week, if not more so with a little bit more upside. Now, Matt Breda, what else is new? He's on here with the ankle. He missed last week's game for the first time, like ever, I think, missing a, a game with an ankle injury. Do we expect him back this week? Because we saw a, a terrible game out of Coleman and a pretty lousy yeah. game out of Raheem Mostert as well. So, you know. I don't have much way. info on him right now. Um, I haven't seen much updates. Some of these guys come in later in the day because it's a West Coast thing, but haven't seen much of an update. Um I, it's too soon to tell uh, any 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 news, but I wouldn't be surprised if he came back. Um, he has a tendency to kind of play when he's uh, when he's banged up. Let me see if I can find. All right, did not practice. Okay. Not a good sign. No. The Forty ers are without George Kittle, Emmanuel Sanders, Debo Samuel, Matt Breida, Bro. and their kicker. All right, let's knock out that whole 49er team right there. Damn. We have Debo Samuel, who's coming off back-to-back 100-yard games, 
back-to-back eight-catch games. A lot of that obviously has to do with Emmanuel Sanders being hurt. Emmanuel Sanders kind of re-injured, uh, re-injured the rib injury that he went into the game with, which was like the, least, the least surprising thing that we could have fucking seen happen all week. So we have Emmanuel Sanders banged up. He re-injures it. Is he like – Back to square one. Is he going to end up playing? Uh, he's better, but he's not ready yet. This, he's, I'm telling you, he's hurt. Yeah. He's just not him. ready yet. And, and, yeah. and Kittle hasn't practiced since Halloween. That's true. Like, legit. He hasn't practiced since Halloween. So, what are your, are, do you think Kittle plays this week? No. You don't think Kittle plays this week? I wouldn't be surprised if he played until December. Do you think Sanders plays this week? No. Uh, Maybe. I feel like he's just going to keep doing the same. He's going to do like the Matt Breida of the ankle right. with his ribs, you know, just play every right. week, get hurt every week, play 20 fucking snaps out of 60 snaps. Yeah, I'm not good. worried about Debo. Okay. Uh, Debo got lucky. He got a mild shoulder sprain. I think they're going to be smart with him for a couple of days, and I think he'll play. Okay. Uh, if it was more serious, that would be like James Connors, and he wouldn't have been able to get back in. So uh, okay. that's why I'm not overly worried. I think he'll be okay, and I think he'll be ready to rock and roll. They may put a little cortisone in there, a little lidocaine in there, uh, maybe a little PRP in there. Um, just to, to help it uh, kind of calm down, but I'm not overly worried about Debo. Okay, just rolling down this list. We got Auden Tate here who missed practice. He's probably going to miss this game. He, he had a bad next break. Yeah, I, I don't even want to like dive in because there's no actionable advice here because there's no one to pick up yeah. on your wire that you could pop. I mean, you feel a little bit better about Tyler Boyd, like if that with Ryan yeah. Finley on our quarterback? Will? No, I don't at all. Like, I, I don't feel good about Tyler Boyd, and I feel horrible about everyone else behind him. So it's I wish like, they went back to the Red Rocket. They should, honestly, at this point. It's like the experiment. Robert Woods is still out, by the way. Whatever yeah, it is, it's still, it's still out. Yeah, I, I, I mean, it's obviously not an injury, so we can't really talk about it. Yeah, just, we don't know. We just have to wait on the news, so we're just kind of sitting ducks here. Yeah. Philip Dorsett, is he still in the concussion protocol? Oh, yeah. So minimum concussion protocol is five days. So all of these guys are – no one can clear before Friday if it was a, a Sunday game. Okay. So uh, best-case scenario, he clears it on Friday. If he's lucky, he'll clear it. If it if it just doesn't go perfect, then he won't. Like the, that's basically your two options. Okay. Um, we'll add in Muhammad Sanu because we're here. Um, he it looks like he has a high ankle sprain, which is not ideal for the Patriots because they're starting to get ridiculously thin. They put Gunnar Olszewski on the IR with something else or something. I don't remember what it was. That knocks so, out possibly Dorsett. That knocks out Sanu. Yeah, we got way too. Gronk as the one, and then Nikhil Harry as the two. Correct. And then, then, uh, and then you got Jacoby Myers, uh, uh, Ben Watson, and the running backs. Okay. So Sorry, people starting to get thin here. Could be Nikhil uh, Harry season. It could be Nikhil uh, Harry season approaching. They, this they, is uh, a, a big game with the Cowboys. Yeah, this is a huge game. And I could totally see the Patriots passing game kind of bounce back because the Dallas pass defense is fine, but they're nothing special. So, yeah. Uh, and this is in New England. So. Yep. Dak's gonna either light up the world or get just completely blitzkrieg. I'm, I'm, yeah, dude. You know what's Dak's been a very interesting case study this year because he's been so good, but I don't think anyone like deep down in their heart of hearts believes because he has a really tough schedule coming up. Like, he, I think he has a couple dud games in him that are going to be like time. We're, we're we're going to see if he's real or fake. Yeah, like this is where it's at. I mean, I'm going to start him just because he's been so good and oh, yeah. have to put up a lot of points. I don't blame you. I mean, I don't blame you. Yeah, what about Amari Cooper, though? Because he's been yeah. dealing on and off with these injuries. And, like, I know people are going to be more concerned about the injury right now just because he came off a bad game. But, I mean, he's been dealing with this all year, and he's been coming off of a monster game. So, are you yeah, more concerned I mean, about it right now or no? I mean, he, he's obviously not 100%. He's yeah. banged up. but He never is. But one of the things you got to uh, remember is that he's probably going to be 
on Gilmore is going to be on him. He's not going to be hundred percent. Plus he's got an elite top five corner on him. Not the best combination. It's like every, so every Cowboys wide receiver is going to have a top five cornerback because that's all the Patriots fucking spew out is top five cornerback. So well, we tough, matchup, tough matchup, uh, Cooper, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's nothing, I'm not going to say it's nothing to be concerned about, but it's nothing to being, it's nothing to start being more concerned about now as it was a week ago, three weeks You're ago. You're going to start him unless yeah. you have somebody else who's as good as him in a better matchup. Yeah, every once in a while, guys are going to have a down game. That's what we saw from Cooper. So let's move over to Tyler Lockett, uh, the more interesting story here of the week, because they're coming off their bye now. He did not practice today, but they said that that was probably planned and that he plans to return to practice uh, tomorrow. Let's see. He still participated in Seattle's morning walkthrough with an eye towards Thursday practice. Yeah. Coach P. Carroll is always overconfident, yes, in the statuses of his players, but it sounds optimistic. So – this seems like a great spot for Lockett if he is back. Oh, yeah. Uh, like we talked about last week, you're not concerned. If he is playing and if he's on the field, you're not concerned about his level of uh, health, really, right? He's going to be like 90% right. if not better. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm not – he needs to practice at least partially on Thursday and ideally fully on Friday, and then I think he's good. I'm not worried. Uh, someone like P.Y. Hilton, who's dealing with a very similar injury, similar – same muscle, uh, but Hilton – Sounds like he had a, a moderate uh, strain of that calf, whereas uh, Lockett had more of a bruise slash contusion. Uh, that's the main difference why. And, and, and if we break it down to the muscle level, when you strain it, you're tearing a rope in half. Okay. If you bruise it, you're just kind of banging that rope and you get a lot of swelling. So that's the difference is that Lockett just has swelling. Whereas Hilton had, has some actual wear and tear, tearing of that muscle fibers. So I'm concerned that if he does come back tonight, tomorrow, Thursday, he's going to he's at high risk for re-injury. Really? Yeah. Um, he's yeah. A good I, amount of time off too. Sometimes. I would, yeah, but a grade two or a, a bad grade one, they don't heal like we want them to, and you got to give them a couple weeks. So or a good four weeks, sometimes up to six weeks. All right, so, let, let's let's stick with uh, a, a little strain action here. And I know Tyree Kill's on a bye, but I'd like to cover him because he's probably someone most people are nervous about right now. Uh, so he injures that hamstring very early on in the Kansas City game in, in Mexico. They did not put him back in. And initially, I was, I was really nervous as a Tyree Kill owner because they're like, oh, he's going to, you know, they didn't come out and say that it was like day-to-day -day or it was just a tweak or something. They were like, we're going to go get our MRI it seemed like it was serious, and now they're saying it was. It's uh, deemed kind of you know minor, and since they have the buy, he could very well be back in week thirteen. Yeah, it's possible, uh, as we've seen with uh, Mahomes, as we've seen with Tyreek earlier. They are aggressive, but they are realistic. Yeah. So he will. Uh, I'd say he's a uh, sixty percent chance to return in week thirteen. Sixty. Um, yeah. Somewhere on there, as uh, if because he's a speed guy, so he needs his hamstring. Like yep. he's not running these dink and dunk routes; like he's running these crazy fast go routes. So, um, and you saw the offense just take a nosedive when he was gone. Like I mean, and that should have been a shootout, and it wasn't. Let's talk about Ty Tyreek Hill Jr. right now in Marquise Brown. So there was a lot of question marks leading up to the Week Eleven game. There were reports coming out that his ankle did not look as comfortable as expected in the pregame warmups. He ends up catching two of four targets for 23 yards. This begs the question, like, can you have any confidence in Hollywood Brown in your lineup, like, going forward? Because you love him as a player, and it's like the upside is crazy, but at this point. 
So here's the thing we have to focus on. I'm pretty sure he ran a season high in snaps. So uh, Lamar threw the ball 28 times, I believe. So four targets out of 28, one seventh, which is about, I don't know, the math of my head, but you could do but it. But Marquise ran 22 routes. He usually runs between 13 and 15, if I remember. Let me see. Marquise, so Brown. Uh, uh, Marquise Brown was in on 38 snaps. So, but yeah, but did he run routes of he went, I, would, I would have to check on PFF. Um, yeah, I think it was 22. That is probably a season high for him, to be honest with you, which just sounds silly, but that's true. They don't break it down week by week in terms of the routes run, so I wouldn't be able to pull that up now. Yeah, so that, that was, that's, a, that's pulled from uh, Evan Silva's podcast, so that's what he said okay. uh, yesterday. So I'm um, assuming he's right. So with that being said, that's good news for him. I mean, the problem is he's not – a reliable wide receiver too. He's more of like a, a three, four flex. He had so much he has the upside to be a one, but he's not. Yeah. The beginning of the year, I was like, damn, this, this dude is really about to break out in a big way his rookie year. And now it's just been like injury after inconsistency, after yep. good game, after one good game. It's just like a cycle of that shit coming in and out. So Marquise Brown, uh, it's not a guy I can really, unfortunately get excited about um, going forward for the remainder of the season. They got a tough matchup against the Rams whose defense has, been uh, much much better over the last you know month and a half or so so we'll keep moving down the wide receivers what about Alshon Jeffrey because I think he was probably a surprise and active for a lot of people with this ankle injury you know with a guy like Jeffrey being out and obviously they've been without Deshaun Jackson for the whole year they have no other dimension on their offense like their passing offense is brutal like Wentz can only carry them so far ugly to watch and I'm like oh it was the worst Goddard becomes a super interesting streaming option as he has been for most of the year especially though with Jeffrey out because he's like the only other big target that he's looking at now because all the defenses are double teaming Zach Ertz and stuff so what is even going on with the ankle there with Jeffrey so um the fact that he was ruled out early pretty early in the week last week is not good yeah that that means that there's pretty much no chance in hell he was playing if he was a game time decision and he was scratched then you could say yeah there's a good chance he's playing the next week the fact that you're ruled out pretty much early in the week, that it doesn't bode well for your next week status. At least in my, it doesn't in my head. We don't have any details on it. I haven't seen an update whether or not he practiced today. Um, Aguilar is also banged up for what it's worth. So they're it's getting a little thin. I want to say they're playing Seattle. And that would be a great game. Well, a better game if if, if he was healthy because I think it would be more of a shootout. I just, I'm not feeling very good about it, to be honest with you. Yeah, no, I I, uh, I think it just kind of impacts the other players on the team, like the really just Dallas Goddard, if we're being honest here. But he becomes a much better streamer if Jeffrey's out. So he's someone that I get a lot of questions about throughout the week of, of tight end streamers, so I thought I'd bring him up. Kind of wanted to bring up John Ross for a second because I think he should be back this week. But again, as we touched on before, it's like there's nothing that we want in that offense. It's not like they're going to be able to deliver him deep passes. Like it, so it's at the bad. point where we're praying for Andy Dalton. Like that's how they bad. Like they just want to go home. Like they don't even want to be on the field. It's so bad. It's absurd. Like I didn't think like if you told me in the beginning of the year they were going to be 0-16, like I knew they were going to be like bad, but this is – this is like I don't – I don't know. Something in me is like they're not as bad as they're actually playing. I guess they just packed they it up. They almost won that game. They legit almost won. Yeah, I know. And it's, it's, I mean, it's, there's a couple guys we haven't even mentioned yet that got banged up. Damian Williams with yes. a rib injury. Oh, yeah. What's going on with Damian Williams? Um, think of basically Emmanuel Sanders. Same thing. Fuck. Yeah, he, he, he was broken. in pain. I don't think they're broken, but I think he's got a rib cartilage injury, and he's friggin' hurt. Yep. We didn't even know McCoy was going to be active, and then he had a decent game. Darwin was inactivated, and Darwin's season came and left. Shark is banged up. He, he popped up today with a hamstring, which I'm not a big fan of a Wednesday hamstring. 
So be careful with him. OBJ popped up with a groin in a monster matchup. Landry popped up with a hip. Uh, and Julio popped up limping around and didn't practice either in any capacity oh. or, 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 or limited. So oh. and we don't know what it is. So that's, that's another five, four or five names that are kind of a big deal. Uh, so we, I just completely destroyed uh, two or three people's teams. Um, <laughs> you just and, and, ended anyone's hopes of the playoffs. Right? Yeah, I mean, so uh, I, it's too early in the week to tell you how these are going to play out. I wouldn't be surprised if OBJ is okay. Uh, Landry's been very reliable. Julio, hard to tell. Sanu, I don't think he'll play. Um, Chark, they have to be really careful with a midweek hamstring. They don't usually do well in three, four days. Uh, they just don't. Okay. A week, uh, 10 days is okay. I mean, even that's a little aggressive, but three days, mm, they usually don't do very well. Yeah. Uh, um, Shepard will be back. Um, this week? Brandon Cooks will be back as well. So both the concussion boys are going to be back? I mean, they're at high risk. Someone asked, someone asked me this earlier. They're at high you risk. Are at, you, you are at high risk for 90 days uh, since your last concussion. So the, pretty much the rest of the season, both of these guys are at very high risk for a sub-impact. So think of it if it takes this amount of force to cause a concussion. Well, if they get this, he may get a concussion. Okay. Uh, but um, either of them. And at that point, they're both done for the year, 100%. I mean, neither of them are – Neither of them are really even like appetizing plays at this point. Yeah. I actually dropped Brandon Cooks a couple of weeks ago. As soon as he had the concussion, I was like, he's going to be out for a while. Yeah. He hasn't even played well when he's been in. But I just want to circle right back to the Kansas City backfield, uh, just in terms of breaking down what happened once uh, Damian Williams left the game. Daryl Williams played on 29 snaps, LaShawn McCoy on 26. They split the carries uh, 11 to 7 in favor of Darrell Williams. They both ended up with around 30 rushing yards, give or take a few. Uh, both had a rushing score. But Sean McCoy became more involved in the passing game, though, caught four of six targets for 28 yards. Darrell Williams had three targets as well. So it seems like it's going to be a split backfield right down the middle if Damian Williams misses time. I would go and grab either guy because either of them has a ton of touchdown potential on a weekly basis. Well, should we touch? Corey on? Davis will be back. I don't no, he really he shit about Corey Davis, to be honest. Yeah. Tight ends. George Kittle, you said, is not going to be playing, most likely. Evan Ingram. You think he's back? It was quick. No, he just cut his boot off like three days ago. Not even three days ago. Two days ago. So it's like there's no way that he sheds a boot on Tuesday and plays on Sunday. Like, that is stupid. If this is indeed a midfoot sprain, which is a Liz Frank sprain, he needs to shut it down for at least three to four weeks. Because if he runs it back in two weeks – he is going to re-injure it. He's going to be a decoy, and he's going to be useless. So I don't think they play him at all. I think they smart with him. I think they give him another week. That sounds fun. So, yeah, don't don't play Evan. David Njoku, is he, is he back? Is he bike? Yes, he was activated off practice squad today or whatever today. Um, he is, is that my, uh, my? – <laughs> He um, ended up having surgery on his wrist, which I knew, but some people didn't. He ended up having a concussion that's gone and, and done now. They have a great matchup. They're playing, I want to say, versus Miami this week. Yep. Baker, it may be Baker time, finally. And he hasn't been getting sacked as much lately. I don't mind it. It's, it there's, with how bad tight end has been this year and how thin it is, definitely worth your time. I don't think – yeah, from an injury standpoint, I guess we're definitely not worried about it. I'm more worried about it, one, from just the offense overall. They have been clicking a little bit more lately but obj jarvis kareem hunt now it seems like it's more involved so i, I think that might be the biggest impact on whether or not david joku can produce is Hunt is you know running a lot of his routes from the slot so i personally probably wouldn't throw 
um, Joku back into my lineup. Like right now, I, I, he's someone that I want to see it happen to before I feel confident. Yeah. In, in, in tight end slot. But I mean, if you're super desperate, I guess, you know, it is what it is. Delaney returned today, by the way. He's another I guy. I pretty much ruled him out for the rest of the year, but apparently. Yeah. I mean, like fantasy wise, though, he's basically ruled out for the rest of the year. He's not someone I want in my lineup. Yeah. Um, I, I agree. Josh yeah. Oliver's on IR uh, for the Jaguars. They're just a, a black hole. Yeah, um, and Dixon and, and, and Luke Wilson both uh, may bite into Jacob Hollister's uh, stuff in, in Seattle. Um, I think uh, Hooper is out another week or two. Where the, he came back to practice, no? Uh, yeah, no, he didn't practice today. I thought they said he was going. Maybe he came back yesterday. But, but, uh, but, yeah, he didn't come back. He didn't practice today. They said him and Freeman was out. There were some questions about Gerald Everett. Uh, it sounds like both his wrist and his um, shoulder were banged up. He was on the field. They watched the game. Um, he, they didn't really target him a ton. Or, or it was just like a weird game script. It was like feed Gurley times like 40. Yeah, they were making um, up for all the times they didn't feed him this year. Yeah, which, you know, uh, maybe they were trying to keep him for this game. I don't know. But either way, um, I don't have any reason why he's not going to play. I just don't know how effective he's going to be, especially not in this freaking matchup. Oh, my God. Yeah, I mean, I think, yeah, this is a tough matchup, obviously, against Baltimore. But just as a player himself, I'm not too worried about the, the injury stuff. This is going to be like 49 nothing. I don't know, dude. This is this is what happens when people start getting hold of things. It's like the Ravens were not good at the beginning of the year, and then their defense all of a sudden got really, really good, and now everyone knows that they're really good, which tells me that it's going to be a bad game for them. Put on board. Rams, well, I mean, so Rams money line. Boom. What what does what do the Ram what does golf struggle with? Fucking everything. Pressure. What does what has Marcus Peters and a healthy Humphrey allowed them to do? Is that a, I thought it was a rhetorical question? Sorry. <laughs> rush like crazy. Yeah. They are they are rushing so much in in, in, a, in a in a in a sacking type of rush. They are just going to eat golf for lunch. Yeah. I, uh, this I, is going to be so bad. I, I think it's it's. I'm not even going to look into the numbers for this one. I think I just need to fade the public. I feel good about the Rams <laughs> plus three at home. Everyone is so on the Ravens that I'm just going to go with the opposite. If way. you told me Ravens plus ten, I'd probably take it. That's how bad I think. I, I think you're going to regret that. I think I think the Rams take this at home in L.A. Money line in L.A. Lock it up. Lock of the century, lock of the fucking millennium. Let's go. All right, that's all we got for the injuries today. That was actually pretty quick. We did that uh, pretty well, I think, considering all the names that were on the list. Again, you can go check out all the names in their optimal recovery timetables over on Dr. Morse's Twitter, at Dr. Jesse Morse. That will be linked down below in the description as well. Thank you for joining us today. Hit that thumbs up button if you enjoyed the video. Subscribe to the channel if you are new. Fantasy football content six days a week. And uh, we'll see you tomorrow on Fade the Public. Peace. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.